Welcome to Real Paranormal Activity, the network. Entertainment you'll enjoy. You are listening to an RPA production where people gather. Ladies and gentlemen, RPA is proud to present Aaron's Horror Show with Aaron Frail. Hi, I'm Orlando Eastwood, director of On the Road, The Search for Bigfoot, and you're listening to Aaron's Horror Show. You are listening to Aaron's Horror Show, and I'm your host, Aaron Frail. We get to read fiction on the show and talk about some movies, books, you name it. If you like what I do here, please consider supporting the show at patreon.com forward slash Aaron Frail. You'll get some books and other cool stuff for your support. Go ahead and also reach out to me at Aaron's Horror Show at gmail.com, Aaron Horror Show on Twitter, or Aaron's Horror Show on Facebook. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy. Welcome to Aaron's Horror Show, and I'm your host, Aaron Frail. All right. Uh, today, we're going to go ahead and talk about Carnival Row. I might have actually already talked about Carnival Row a long time ago on this podcast. I'm not 100% sure what I've talked about anymore. So if this is kind of a repeat, uh, consider it a repeat or consider it a redo maybe because I'm not going back to listen to the old one to see what I said about it. Uh, but the reason why I'm bringing it up now is because it's, uh, on Amazon again after many years. So if you don't want to be spoiled about the first season, then go ahead and, uh, you know, watch Carnival Row on Amazon Prime and come back and see and and listen. All right, so you're back. You've seen it. You won't be spoiled. Uh, yeah. So Carnival Row is a is a really good show that takes place in uh, kind of a Victorian era London uh, in a fictional place called the Burg. So what we know as Victorian era London is called the Burg. And inside the Berg, there is a place called Carnival Row. Imagine that. And there is where, uh, you know, pixies and, uh, you know, uh, pucks and and uh, all sorts of uh, uh, fey creatures live, centaurs and, and the like. And and they call them, you know, the, the racist uh, derogatory term for creatures from the fey are, are uh, called critch. And... Uh, the humans that live in this Victorian era <laughs> London type city are mostly racist and, you know, call them Critch. And, and, you know, uh, essentially uh, the reason why all these creatures are there is because the humans went out and found the homeland of the Fae. And then, uh, you know, the Berg and uh, this other uh, nation state, uh, called the pact which you don't really 
they don't in the first season get into the pact other than the pact soldiers kind of look Russian to me <laughs> and, uh, and, and, you know, they're also uh, not above like injecting themselves with werewolf drugs to turn them in their soldiers into werewolves. So they become killing machines. Uh, <laughs> so the pact generally seems like this evil, whatever, uh, place that took over the phase homeland in fact the very first uh scene in the series they're in a forest with all this barbed wire uh that is strung between the trees and there's a bunch of dead pixies on the barbed wire and the reason why they have this barbed wire is so the pixies can't fly away and then there's a a group of pixies running for their lives while they're being chased by werewolves and soldiers with guns and stuff like that and and only one of the pixies in that group survives and makes it onto this boat that's headed for the berg and of course that's one of the main characters uh and anyways you find out uh so there's also this other character that's played by orlando bloom uh and you find out orlando bloom and this uh pixie had a relationship when he was a soldier back in the war that took place uh back in their homeland and you know the berg lost and and anyways uh now it's set in a setting where uh you know there are uh critch or or fey creatures being murdered and orlando bloom is a police inspector that seems to be the only policeman that cares that fey creatures get murdered <laughs> you know and so he's he's you know the inspector that that is sort of a a friend of the fey as it were uh, even though he's human, and I use air quotes because you find out that he's not human. He's only half human uh, <laughs> later on in the, in the first season. Anyways, uh, so yeah, I spoiled something, but I warned you. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, uh, it's kind of interesting because I, I read a little bit about the series, and apparently, you know, it's a very in-depth and very detailed world. Like, it has... Uh, such a detailed world that I thought it was based on a book. Like, like I seriously was like, wow, this is such, there's so much detail here that I feel there has to be a book. And, and there's actually no book called Carnival Row, uh, or at least not before this series. I mean, who knows, maybe there's some <laughs> fan fiction out there now, but, uh, you know, this, uh, series was actually a screenplay by this guy. And he, had been writing it for over 10 years. <laughs> so I, I was like, okay, no wonder why it's so detailed. The world is because he's literally been working on this world for 10 years, you know, like, you know, I, I kind of understand that because like I've been working on my, uh, touristic series for over 10 years. Uh, so that book series, the first story that I wrote <laughs> for it, the sort of, first act of it uh you know because originally the first book was uh, a bunch of short stories that i wrote that i just compiled into a book right and then i kind of continued writing the short story format for book two but it, it became more of a book and then the third book was just a book <laughs> not really short stories <laughs> uh, at all but anyways i, I kind of understand because my touristic world is very vivid uh now because i've been working on it for 10 years you know so i totally get it so i see why this series has like a a kind of a life of its own uh 
But what was interesting was uh, apparently Gilmore, Gilmore, can't, <laughs> for some reason I can't pronounce the name, Gilmore del Toro. <laughs> I'll just say it mentioned by his last name because for some reason I'm stumbling on his name tonight. Gilmore del Toro, uh, Guillermo del Toro. There we go. Gilmore. Why? I'm thinking like Happy Gilmore, like Adam Sandler. No. Guillermo del Toro was originally, there I got the name, uh, was originally the person who was going to direct Carnival Row. But what was interesting was he backed out of the project. I don't know exactly why, but they got uh, another guy to do the project who also happens to be one of the producers and creators of Deep Space Nine of Star Trek. <laughs> and so no wonder why I love it. It's it's a, a somebody who works on Star Trek also that turned this guy's uh, screenplay into a TV series. And what's funny is the movie apparently was called The Birders on Carnival Row or something like that. And it was supposed to be like a, a Jack the Ripper uh, narrative where these pixie, uh, you know, prostitutes were being murdered by a Jack the Ripper type thing. And uh, there are pixie prostitutes in, in the series, but they don't really get murdered. <laughs> so there's no murders there uh, happening to the pixie prostitutes. Uh, there are murders and he does investigate them. But I would have to say uh, whatever they scrapped from the original screenplay to turn into the series probably was for the better because it's really good. Like the first season, there's this whole uh, murder mystery where you find out that somebody created this creature that they sewed together from different creatures to... Uh, murder a bunch of victims and they seemingly have no uh tie between them and then you realize that they're all part of orlando bloom's <laughs> past uh so the headmaster at his orphanage that he was at was murdered a pixie who seems random at first but you find out is his mom because he is half pixie and then you find out that the coroner of the police was also killed because he did the surgery that clipped his pixie wings when he was a baby, you know? And so you find that all these, uh, you know, uh, people are being murdered, uh, that are connected to him. And of course the police department, because they're kind of racist are like, Oh, he's a half blood. He must be doing the murders and they arrest him. And of course he's not the one doing them. And yeah, anyways, it, it, it all comes to a head by the end of the series. Uh, there's also this other subplot going on where a uh, puck, which is, the sort of centaur type of character, the the sort of hooves for legs and, you know, horns coming out of their head type of character. He, a really rich one, you know, uh, buys a house in, in sort of the rich part of town and, and this uh, brother and sister who their dad died and are, you know, the brother kind of squandered all their money and, <laughs> and uh, now they're... Uh, going to lose the house, <laughs> find out that uh, this this you know fey creature is next door, and they kind of get involved in the fey creature, uh, and it's it's an interesting plot line. It's also funny because the brother is from uh, Outlander. He plays Bonnie Prince Charlie in Outlander. So if you've seen o Outlander, and you know the Bonnie Prince Charlie character, you'll see that this aristocrat brother is almost literally the same character. They're both kind of psycho in their own ways. Uh, <laughs> he's good at playing a 
uh, a <laughs> 18th or or I guess a 19th century aristocrat psycho. <laughs> I mean, when he when he could do a role <laughs> very well, uh, <laughs> just keep doing that role. <laughs> anyways, uh, yeah. So, anyways, he you know hit that. That's an interesting plot line there too. I won't spoil too much of it, but uh, I, I I I like that too. I I, I liked all the little subplots going through it. So I, I highly recommend uh, checking out Carnival Row. And, you know, another interesting thing about the series is that season one, get this, came out in 2019. Yeah, I'm not kidding. Season one literally came out four years ago. And guess what? Seasons two coming out this year, 2023. So literally the world completely changed from the first season, right? Like that was pre-pandemic, like the pandemic had not even happened when uh, <laughs> when the first season came out. In fact, my life has considerably changed since the first season came out. I mean, my wife and I were talking about that. Like, we moved to Montana and we're in this really small apartment, and we didn't even own a house at that point. Uh, and then, you know, a couple months after we watched Carnival Row, we bought a house, and then. My wife got, uh, you know, that was in Billings, Montana. And then, uh, you know, in 2022, my wife got a job at uh, uh, Montana Tech, which is in Butte, Montana. So we sold our house, bought a new house. Uh, <laughs> and so we had lived in an entire house uh, uh, between the season and lived through a pandemic and all sorts of wild stuff. Uh, so, yeah, that that's very interesting uh, about carnival row so I, i'm interested to see the second season i haven't watched it yet we kind of started we kind of caught up on the first season uh before watching and i'm glad we did because it had been so long i totally forgot what happened i mean about maybe by the sixth episode it's only eight episodes long the first season by the sixth episode i was like oh i totally remember everything that happens but we continued to watch it anyways just to make sure we were up to date to watch the second season. So I'm excited. I'm excited to see what happens to a series that literally takes a four-year break between seasons. Because as far as I know, that's the longest break I've ever heard in filming, <laughs> filming TV. I mean, at least for a continuous series, right? Like season two seems to pick up where, right where season one left off. Uh, so yeah, very interesting. For the fact that even all the people in the series have aged four years, uh, <laughs> you know, since they first filmed it. So <laughs> I guess it's good that they didn't have any kid characters in it. <laughs> then they would have to recast them. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, yeah. So, yeah, the, that is uh, Carnival Row. Go and check it out on Amazon Prime. Uh, the new episodes will probably be uh, coming out by the time this airs to you so they'll still be producing new episodes so yeah uh yeah give it a shot and then i'll check in uh, after season two about it all right thank you for listening have a good night